Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the MLS UK show Stoppage Time, episode six. As always, I'm Henry Hewitt and I'm joined by... Hello there, I'm Elliot Holman. And before we start looking uh, at the four biggest news stories of MLS this week, we've got to address something. It's the elephant in the room. We had DMs about it. We had people tweet us about it. Elliot, what happened at the weekend? Uh, it was good, actually. Um, bought myself a robot Hoover. Um... And I just, just chilled out, really. Do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? I uh, I was going through some old boxes in, in the house, and I found something. I found something that we'd been sent, for actually, uh, on the show. Um, it's this. Let's see if I can just... Oh, yeah, it's this old scarf that we got. Do you, do you remember getting these? FC Cincinnati. Elliot Holman. What happened? What happened? How did you lose to Cincinnati? Someone has to. They're just providing a service. I uh, I've, I stayed quiet on social media. I've got to admit because um, I thought <laughs> you were Atlanta scared of Atlanta. Sh- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not saying anything just yet. And then when he went to one-one, I was like, oh, I'm glad I stayed quiet. But no, yeah. uh, Moan Rainey got us the win. So uh, we don't. You know, we'll see how you react at the weekend. We'll see how both teams do. Uh, before mm. we do another main episode next week. Um, but welcome to Stoppage Time, of course. This is uh, our bonus episode where we look back at the four biggest news stories of the week in MLS. And no, Orlando getting beat to Cincinnati is not one of them. Uh, but the first one, it's it's made us sad here in the UK because this is one of our UK exports that has been really successful, arguably the most successful export from the UK to MLS. Bradley Wright Phillips, he's hung up his boots uh, he signed his one-day contract with New York Red Bulls to retire with them, uh, and he's now working in the uh, in uh, the front office or the back office or wherever he's working. I can't remember. Um, so, Elliot Bradley Wright Phillips, he's kind of always been there when we've been following MLS. Uh, uh, how do you reflect on his career? Yeah, Bradley Wright Phillips um, was sort of the one after David Beckham that I always knew was in MLS, even when I didn't watch MLS. Um, and obviously as soon as I got into it and started watching games, you can't not help but love the guy. Like what a legend, um, very, very talented brother, 
and father. And I really like the idea of the you know MLS clubs. It's not the first time we've seen this a player going back to a, a club where their heart is and retiring um, with a one day contract. Maybe want to see that a bit more in Europe. Um, don't know how they'd feel about that, but yeah, really, really lovely to see that he's a staying in the states, um, staying with MLS, and is still going to have an influence in what goes on at Red Bull Arena. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at his uh, record in MLS. So it's sixth highest goal scorer ever. 234 matches, 117 goals, um, 108 of those, of course, for Red Bulls. And yeah, I think for right, Phillips, you look at some of the, the names, especially from the UK and the Premier League who have gone over and you're looking at the likes of Lampard, Gerrard, Rooney, Beckham. Right, Phillips doesn't fall into that category, but I tell you what, he's, he's probably, okay, you could argue maybe Beckham with the amount of MLS Cups he won, but... Other than that, he's he's definitely been the most successful, especially with what he's done on the pitch. And um, I think it's nice that he's staying in MLS and it shows that the league has clearly meant something to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it would be easy to retire and, and head back home, um, go and be with go and be with your family. Maybe, you know, he feels like that is his home now and that's it's more than understandable. So uh, congratulations on a on a stellar is the word I was looking for stellar career. And another man who's retired this week is Insigno for Philadelphia Union. Uh, 125 games he played for them. Um, and another a, a well-known name that has, has been a massive success in the league. Yeah, uh, very, very silky skills from that man. Um, and it's nice, isn't it? We're starting to see now, uh, you know, you and I have been watching MLS for quite a few years now and we're starting to see these these players that we know and love um similar to to over here you know when Thierry Henry retired and now you see him as a pundit in the studio and it's like I'm so old uh same when when Lampard was working uh, on the Champions League games and Steven Gerrard and it does make you feel old but um yeah a lot of a lot of change I think this year on the rosters in MLS and unfortunately that does mean some retirements as well to be fair to Insigno and Wright Phillips, they've done okay the last few years, I think. they've Obviously, Philadelphia Union did very well two years ago. Uh, BWP has, has still contributed when, after he left Red Bulls to LAFC and Columbus Crew. So, uh, yeah, they have still uh, contributed. But I guess it's all part of this new era of MLS, this sort of younger player that's coming through. And the teams are, are much, they'd much rather give a chance to one of the younger players rather than one of the... The old guys, like I guess me and you would be now. <laughs> yeah, the league's changed. We discussed this, haven't we, in, in recent weeks. The league's changed. We're looking at uh, exciting, young, hungry players rather than the retirement league approach, um, with the exception of a few. So it's just the way it's gone. Um, that's really helped the league progress. We've seen these players move over to Europe for big sums of money. So it's working. It's working for everyone. Um, but uh, the retirement league does have to have some players retiring at some point. That's true, yeah. Um, right, number two of the biggest stories of the week in MLS is Jesse Zardes. A Columbus crew are apparently open to trading him out. He's in the last year of his contract. Uh, you could argue that Miguel Berry has had more of a say and he's in more in uh, Caleb Porter's plans at Columbus crew. Um, how surprised are you at this? Because we always talk about it, and here's the mention, MLS experience, uh, and Jesse Zardes definitely gives you that. So uh, are you surprised? Because you'd surely be an asset to another team. Yeah, um, I mean, when he left, uh, it was quite a high profile, wasn't it? When he left LA Galaxy and went to Columbus. Um, that was after we'd been watching MLS for a couple of years and 
uh, raised a few eyebrows that particular trade uh, with with Ola Kamara going the other way, and I, I I just feel like there's always something niggling in the background with with Zardes. You know, too many people are are not convinced by him. Um, similar to Josie Altidore, maybe it's the U.S. men's national team side where there hasn't been much success. You're right what you say about the MLS experience, but also. Miguel's not exactly doing a bad job. Uh, he's kind of proved himself in the early weeks of MLS. So um, surprised, but also maybe there's a plan there. Maybe there's somebody that they want to bring in and they need to free up that roster space. And that's what MLS is all about. Yeah, of course. He is a designated player as well, Columbus. So you do wonder whether there's something going on in the background, whether they've got their eyes on a certain DP uh, to bring in and replace him. Uh, Zardes is 30 now. He's He's got a very good goal record, 54 in, in 106. That's one in two, roughly. So, uh, I mean, what sort... If you had to put your neck on the line now, if you had to guess what sort of a team would be after someone like Zardes, who would you say? Can definitely still do a job in MLS. That's the that's the first um, the first point to make. Um, I, I think... I think as a depth piece, and that's maybe a bit harsh to him, but as a depth piece, he's really, really strong. There's certainly teams that are maybe in need of a bit of a um, an out-and-out striker up top. Um, Atlanta, you interested? Yeah, well, we, we're picking up any any ML striker at the moment, aren't we? So You've got no DP slots, sorry. Uh, so we'll have him, <laughs> we'll take him, we'll take a chance. Um, I will happily bin off Akindeli and give Zardes a go. There, I said it. And you've got to remember as well, for the US men's national team, with a World Cup round the corner, I think there's going to be a few guys, especially in MLS, who are thinking, we've got to try and get some matches here. And if we're not playing, we could see a few trades in the summer involving, um, you know, the US men's national team players. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully for them, would then go on, play well and get into that squad in uh, November, December time. Uh, Moving on to our third story. And uh, this... There's something bubbling into Miami as well. We've always known this. I said on the last uh, big episode we did that Higuain, it seems to be into Miami. It's, it's Last year it was Higuain versus the rest. In the, the news this week, it's Higuain versus Phil Neville. Uh, of course, they lost again on, uh, on uh, Saturday against LAFC 2-0. And he's called out uh, Higuain in particular, saying it's about time and he has to perform. Um... I don't think anyone's arguing with Phil Neville based on what Higuain's done, but could this be a bit dangerous calling him out in the press? I don't know. You have to feel like, uh, despite his inexperience as a as a coach at a, at a club side, Phil Neville knows what he's doing, uh, man management wise, and I presume has tried other techniques to motivate him to get him going, to get him playing his best. Um, I liken it to the Lukaku situation at Chelsea. Great player, big name, big talent, but unfortunately big money. And with that comes huge pressure. He's not performing. The team aren't performing. I don't think things haven't been right at Miami from from the word go, if we're being completely honest. Um, But I feel like with Higuain, a player of that stature has to be performing week in, week out. And if they're not getting a goal or an assist, they have to be running and tackling and blocking and pressing and showing that they actually care about this club. And I don't I don't see that he does at all. No, and I think when you look at Higuain and you do put him in the brackets of the likes of Nani when he was at Orlando and Shakiri now at Chicago, Insigne who's coming in at Toronto. And these guys, obviously we don't know about Insigne yet, but especially Nani 
Shakiri and there's others as well have come in and really showing that they want to play well. They're really showing that they're putting the effort in. They're really showing Chicharito, of course, yeah, him as well. But they they really care. They put it in for ninety minutes, and it's uh, they're true professionals. Then you look at Higuain, and we've seen plenty of times that there's the majority of games if it's not going his way, he doesn't look interested. So I think the more of these guys that are coming in. It's just making him look worse and worse. And it must be so frustrating for Phil Neville, who, if you're, you've you got to remember as well, what was it, 20 players departed in the close season for Inter Miami? Yeah. They're going through change. They need someone on that pitch who is going to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and take them forward. You look at Higuain, he's on the big money, he's their only DP, you think it's going to be him, and at the moment it's not. So this will be really interesting to see how this pans out. Will we get a response from Higuain in Inter Miami's next game? I'll be honest with you, and I don't know about you, Elliot, going off past form, I don't think we necessarily will. No, I couldn't agree more. I think when you look at the likes of Thierry Henry coming to the league, um, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, even when they weren't absolutely on fire, there were you never questioned their commitment. And I think that's, that's where we're at with Higuain, and that's why Neville will be so disappointed. Uh, so moving on now to our fourth big story of the week, and this is Carlos Hill of New England Revolution. Um, he's been moaning about playing in the snow. Uh, over here in the UK, would that game have happened at the weekend, New England Revolution v Real Salt Lake? I'm not too sure. It does in MLS. There's always at least one game a season where it's in heavy snow. Uh, but he, he wasn't he wasn't too happy with it. said he couldn't really play his natural game. I mean, where do you stand on this? Should it have been played or is this just one of those MLS uh, traditions that we don't actually understand that much but we just go along with it I uh, from a from a viewing perspective we love it don't we 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 all look back at that Atlanta Minnesota game for example when both teams were new to the league uh, and and they played in the snow that's that's always going to be there for me and so you log these games and you love seeing how they approach the challenge if I'm a player of Carlos Heel's ability, I of course don't want the game to go ahead. I want to be able to, um, you know, play a smooth passing game, threading balls through the eye of a needle uh, along along the ground. It's not going to happen in the snow, uh, so I completely understand his perspective on that. Um, this is somebody who's played over in in the UK as well at, at a very high level, and he wouldn't have expected that game to be on. Am I being too critical uh, in him in thinking? Well, he is the reigning uh, London Donovan MVP, if you are the best player in the league, surely you should be able to prove it in any conditions on any pitch. Am I being too critical or is that, do, do I have a point? Well, let's go back to Higuain. You've got two different types of players there. Higuain, would his style of play work in the snow? Yeah, is he's a finisher. Carlos Hill is somebody who's looking to get on the ball, move it quickly, uh, in in and around tight spaces, close control, which is difficult in the snow, and um, playing good passes along the ground, which is very difficult in the snow. So I I understand why he maybe more than anyone else would be a little disappointed that that the game went ahead. Um, you know, if you're a big brute of a defender and your game is to boot the ball away every time it gets near you, it's not going to affect your game. Um, if you if you're a, a tall player that's winning balls in the box and heading them away not going to affect your game. Carlos Heel, kind of feel from a bit. That's his, that's, that's him. That's what he brings. That's why he was the MVP. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, as we record this on the Wednesday tonight, it's the Champions League and he's travelling to Mexico. So I'm pretty confident it won't be snowing. 
Um, right, well, that's it for this week of uh, this episode of Stoppish Time. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. Apologies that it's coming a few days late, but, um, you know, Monday, Elliot, you said you were at the dentist. I mean, mm. coincidence that that's happening two days after Orlando lost to Cincinnati, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah, Henry said, uh, how was the dentist? And I was like, I couldn't really speak very well, so um, it would have been great for you, I'm sure, um, but not so much fun for me. Yeah, I think uh, as bad as the dentist is, um, it will probably be better than watching that match on Saturday. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <sighs> Some light relief. Uh, right, we'll be back next uh, Monday or Tuesday, unless Elliot's got another dentist appointment and Orlando lose, uh, with another main episode. Remember, it's part two of Poppy's kit reviews. It's the Eastern Conference, so it will include Orlando and Atlanta's kits. Find out uh, what she's rating and also find out what her favourite kit overall in uh, MLS 2022 is. That's next week. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on your podcast provider, as well, you can give us a rating on Spotify, you can give us a rating on Apple, but Elliot, there's one rule of one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. On that note, thanks very much for getting involved and we'll see you next time. I'm going to leave with Elliot to say something and then I'll say the word I always say every week. I will sign off with a Hani Mukatar emoji salute. And I will say, see ya. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.